What's up, guys? We are back at The Real Deal with Casey and Jason, where we talk real life, real experiences, and occasionally real estate. And uh, today we have a special guest here that I will let her introduce herself, and then I'm going to put you immediately on the spot. But today um, we have a special guest from the Cecil County Chamber of Commerce, Megan McRae. What's up, Megan? Welcome, Megan. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having me. Sure. So when we started this idea of a podcast, we wanted to keep it like local. That was Mm -hmm. kind of our thing. Like the whole, we will go worldwide eventually with it, but just to (laughs) start, yeah, (laughs) to start, we were like, let's keep this thing local because that's, uh, you know, me and Jason are like so in in line with that. Like we love the community. We're both from Earlville, Cecil County. We both, you know, work here. All of our customers for the most part are in this area. So just a really fitting uh, guest to have on. So Cecil County Chamber of Commerce, which is a new position for you. Um, First question before we get started. Have you listened to all six episodes of The Real (laughs) with Casey and Jason? I have not. I listened to the one that I've listened to in full was the one when you guys discussed alcohol. Very cool. uh, Which was great. I did try to listen to the first one and I'm going to throw out the complaint that I couldn't listen to it. I know. And there wasn't like, hey, find it here till later. So we literally just like posted it and then we were like scratch that <laughs> we're starting a new channel but we're not gonna tell anyone I know. yeah yeah so we we're put like everything. wait what happened yeah. yeah but it's it's all it's up there now so you can go back okay. and watch now all right yep. yeah and the alcohol podcast we did by far has the most views yeah, yeah. extremely popular which is awesome yeah. i think it's such a great topic to tackle especially just in our adult lives and kind of where we're at so yep but very fitting. I'll put you on the spot about that yep. one later too. That'll be our <laughs> new it. question that we ask every guest. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about uh, dry January? <laughs> and this and, is uh, which what? I did, by the way. You, you did. did dry January? I did dry. Yeah. yeah. Same. Awesome. Actually, Christmas. Christmas. Okay. I had something with dinner, and then that was it. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. How do you like after a month of doing that? How did you feel? Um, fairly normal. Just because I don't, I try to not overindulge that's right. that's where i am that's where i could totally yep. easily be if i have one glass i can have three yeah, like, yeah. so i just really try to monitor that but yeah um i want to do it because of actually the new job which i know we're going to talk about oh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, so that was kind of my motivation i didn't even realize dry january was a thing to be honest and then i heard other people doing it so i was like sure that's what i'm doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're like 10 days in like yeah i'm on board with that <laughs> yeah so that's awesome. Um, so you did just start a new job, and then we'll we'll just kind of let you tell your story of how you ended up um, now with the Chamber of Commerce, and you are what's your official title? Executive Director. All right, awesome. So yep. how did you end up at the uh, Chamber as the Executive Director? Tell us your story. Oh gosh, um, how far? I'll, okay, as I'll just far back go. as you can get. Earliest memory. Yeah, so I think really our story starts with COVID. I think a lot of people's change in career mm-hmm. at this point in life i'm i'm in my last few months of my 30s so i'm almost 40. um when COVID hit we worked for sandy cove ministries a great conference center nonprofit. um but our primary role was staff that lived on property and guests and so when that happened sandy cove had to shift really quickly mm-hmm. um so i mean what march by be, before the March ended, I didn't have a job. When you said we. My husband and I. Okay, gotcha. So you we both there. worked there. I think Got a it. lot of people assume that I was just there, but we both were employed mm-hmm. there. Oh, okay, awesome. And um, and we lived there. 
that's why we came to the East Coast. We're originally West Coast, uh, yeah. born and raised. So I didn't know any of this. This is awesome. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we came out here for the job. Somebody recommended us for um, actually the summer of 2010. So we came out, we did a summer, 2010. We loved it. We went back uh, to California for one year-ish and then came back here full time January 24th of 2012. Okay. Also, okay. Yep. I was pregnant with our third. So we have three boys. Uh, so traveling across country pregnant is not highly recommended. <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah, so we lived here. Um, we lived at Sandy Cove and yeah. So within, before the end of March, I was out of a job. My husband was down to 50%, you know, work there. Um, he shifted quickly. I'm so thankful for um, his work ethic and his ability and his um just willingness to go into the unknown, right? It was still really unknown. Right. And he went and got a job out at Amazon. Um, I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah. So worked way, worked his way up really quickly to some management positions. Um, did really great there for a few months. Um, he he was, we were kind of like going, where, where do we go from here? Mm -hmm. So we were a football family. My husband coached football for many years. So we literally had a whiteboard because I, I homeschooled, which we'll talk about that too. Yep. <clears throat> um, and at dinner, we're literally writing plays on the whiteboard. <laughs> My husband's doing this, writing plays of like, hey, here's the receivers. Like, here's the possibilities down here. <laughs> yeah. Because um, we just had to lay it out to our kids because yeah. reality was our lives are about to dramatically change. Yeah, wow. Um, this, this is one of those things, change change that is forced, right? Yep. Um, even if we were to stay at Sandy Cove, it was going to be different. Yeah. Um, our roles would be different. Things we'd be doing would be different. Um, so preparing our kids for being a part of that conversation was really important. I think that's amazing. Uh, he, that's, my husband's amazing. He is Morgan so is amazing. Yeah. Um, we just celebrated 19 years last week. Yeah, congrats um, to that too, it's awesome. <laughs> so I feel like I married Tim 19 years and I can, truly say like just absolutely amazing. Um, he walked through that with our family really well. And so throughout the time we had different receivers down the field, yeah. things were like, well, there's back to California, there's Tennessee, there's just all these different things swirling around. At the end of the day, we were like, this is like home. This mm -hmm. is home. This is where my, you know, kids became kids. This is where, um, yeah, our third was born here in Maryland. Um, it's where they took their first steps. It just, this was what was home. This is, I don't know, Cecil County has a way of growing on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, in a really great way. And so um, a, a job for him came along the way with Chick-fil-A and, and it just became like, yeah, this is, you know, faith is a huge part of our foundation. So mm -hmm. it was important throughout our conversations, throughout our time that that was really um where we believed we were supposed to go yeah. and the doors were, that we were supposed to walk through. So we knew that that was there. And for him, that was, that was Chick-fil-A and that was for our family. And that was amazing. Yeah. Um, we knew we'd have to move because we, part of our job was, was part of our, so our housing. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, our story is incredible. I'll try to like really make it shorter than this. Um, I mean, we went to bed one night going, okay, we, we need a, we need housing. We have like literally two days to figure out housing. And we woke up that morning at 6 a.m. to a phone call that our friends wanted to 
give us their townhouse. Wow. That's like, crazy. Incredible. Wow. Um, just seeing needs met left and right. Um, we were just so cared for throughout that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so hard to leave. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking about this is where we, this wasn't a marriage we wanted to end the, when it was, you know, like that we always described it as that. This is our, this is a marriage to yeah. us. Mm-hmm. We wanted to be at Sandy Cove as long as we possibly could. And, and we also wanted to leave when it was the right time. Um, and we just feel like this ended up being the right time. I mean, uh, I wouldn't have written my story that way. Yeah. Um, but I'm thankful for the way it was written yeah. and, and I, and I trusted it and I, I think we all trusted it. And so, yeah. So within less than 24 hours, we had housing. So I kind of pivoted the past couple of years. It was kind of trying to figure out what, what do we do? We were homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that still look? How does that fit for us? I, I, my kids went and we tried doing a bit of a private Christian school for a little bit. Um, it, it just wasn't the right fit for us. Um, my husband's doing amazing and thriving. I mean, he does, that's who he is. Mm. The second he walks into a room, it's, it's better. Yeah. And so it was no surprise that he was going to do really well. Um, and so going to Janelle with mid Atlantic mortgage girl was amazing. Yeah, that's right. So you got into the mortgage business for a while. So we have another tie in there. I know. Um, and I got that because of our realtor recommended her. Mm-hmm. We used her. Mm-hmm. We bought a house as our first house after 17, 18 years of marriage at that point. That was our first house we've ever bought, um, which, again, is just one of those stories where our, we should not be in the house we are in. Our house actually never went to the market. We bought in 2021, like super competitive, and we were not like... <laughs> the best buyers, you know, I mean, <laughs> but, good credit, all these other things, but just in the realm of what the market was. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's great. Like <clears throat> there's so many things that I've had in my life and just hearing you tell your story, I'm like, I'm, there's no co- coincidences. No. I'm just, I'm just so convinced of it now that yeah. there's, um, you know, a, a, a plan at, at work and, yeah. and at a play that we just can't even see. And then you don't know when it's going to happen, but yeah. yeah, it seems like it always seems to happen at the right time. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. And as hard as it is to go through something like COVID and mm-hmm. losing the job and losing the housing, and then it's like, you know, then you look back on it from now and, you know. It all makes sense. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's scary going through it. Oh, I mean, yeah. it, it's, I think we have a piece because we have our faith in something. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think that I, I trust the outcome no matter what it is, even in the times when it's like, oh, this is painful. Um but yeah, so we ended up here and working for Janelle. I mean, I I absolutely credit her for building me up as a woman, as a mother. I think I needed that in the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also just gave me such confidence in what I was doing. She gave me a lot of free reign to build. However, kind of I was building some of the structures, yep. um, which I think were good. Um, it was so hard to leave. Um, I mean, honestly, I really do look at what she did and and who she is. And I want to take that to my employees and go like, okay, like this was some, she had, she has amazing qualities, not had, she still has them. (laughs) I don't get to interact with them every day like I did. Um, Well, and and you were doing kind of like community outreach for 
I mean, for Janelle, I mean, I don't know what your exact title was, but at least when you started, that's how we first met. Yeah. So my my role there was marketing coordinator and um, client relations and then just kind of behind the scenes building and putting together some of the systems. So we were just on track with stuff. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, yeah. So I met Jason through going to the offices, bringing sweet Melissa's. Oh, oh yeah. I gotta yeah. set my game Cookies up. Yes. Or yeah, you gotta sweet whatever. And yeah, don't like, share Man. the secrets. Yes. Sweet Melissa's. <laughs> no. Megan keeps uh. dropping sweets off at the office. Yeah. <laughs> like, goodness gracious. And amazing. I think I was looking for your dad because I had heard that Joe is our neighbor. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm looking for a neighbor. And he's like, uh, I'm your neighbor too. So yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, that's well, funny. Yeah. So, Cecil like, the. Yeah, Cecilton and Cecil County, like yeah. it all connects. We're all neighbors. Yeah. We're all neighbors. Yeah. And then my son's on the football team now. So yeah. like all of the like connections come together. And that is that like we went out for a house that we say Earlville broke our hearts. We didn't no. get the first house. But I really do think I'm like we are in exactly where we should be. The great yeah. neighborhood. We got a ton of boys in our neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, so we get to just add to the pot yeah. with that. So awesome. Yeah. And then so through that. Um, the chamber, you know, I saw the thing. I was like, could I? Like, I just sat on it for a few weeks. Like, what? Like, is this something? And I just was like, you know, I think it's worth just going for something. Um, yeah. I know we'll talk about fitness too. <laughs> um, I really do think that, that having increased and in, in done workouts and fitness and stuff for the past two years, I really do accredit that to my confidence and being able to to step up to something to go, wow, this is so outside of my comfort zone, um, but I'm going to apply. And and it was a really hard decision, too, because I love working for Janelle. Right. It wasn't a place that it was like, oh, this is terrible. I need to move. Like, it was really conflicting because I was like, I love what I do and I love our mat. Like, if I don't get this, there wasn't a plan B to go look for other mm -hmm. other jobs. Um and I always just count myself out. I just always like, no, there's no way they're going to want me. I like, am I qualified enough? Do I, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and I got through interview one. I was like, first off, I was shocked I got to interview. I was totally <laughs> prepared for like, all right, thanks for your resume. Um, I feel like I've done a lot in my life and I feel like I, I, I do have a decent resume, but you just wonder if it's enough. Yeah. Um, it's always natural to doubt yourself more than it is to... Feel yeah. like I got this. Yeah. And and I probably some of that also forced me to like, hey, I got to step up my game. If mm -hmm. I got interview one, yeah. like this, this is my only shot. Yeah. So I took my shot and then I got interview two, which was a presentation. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I recorded myself and sat in my room <laughs> for hours uh, practicing it. Um totally thought I bombed. I was like, oh my gosh, I was terrible. What like, made you think whatever. that you bombed? I don't know. I guess because, you know, when they ask, oh, what's your experience with this or that? And I'm like, yeah, I don't. I don't. Like <laughs> I reality is I don't. Yeah. I'm not afraid to learn it though. I'm not yeah. afraid to try it. I'm not afraid to figure it out. Um, and I have a really good support. I mean, my husband's an amazing support and then just the people around us are amazing support. So I knew I would have a really solid team. Right. Um, and then I got the job. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad you did. Yes, yeah, definitely. So, and for somebody that's listening, maybe that 
isn't self-employed or they don't have a business, um, like tell us what the chamber does, right? And what your, what your uh, goal and maybe your mission uh, is with the chamber. Yeah. So that's a great question. I mean, these are all things that I'm like, wow, I really didn't have much connection to the chamber before this. So I did all the research myself. Um, I think there's behind the scene things that the chamber does. So the chamber does, I believe Cecil County does a really good job. Our government relations committee is phenomenal. Um, they really go through and we're bringing up the most current bills that are on the table and really doing a deep dive into what is in the bills. Because as a business owner, you're going to need to know that. Mm-hmm. You should know that in order to make an informed decision on how you're going to vote. And it's not our job as the chamber to tell you those things. It's just to inform you. Got it. So to inform you of, hey, when you look at this bill, we're talking about minimum wage, we're talking about cannabis in the workplace, we're talking about these bigger you know, family leave, these other Um, big bills that are out there, we're really just doing a scrub of what is in it. So you as an employer can be informed. Um, Those are happening weekly. And then our subcommittees are happening happening even more weekly than that. So, um, you know, we have our subcommittees and we have our our big committee. Um, So that's a lot of information that I think the the research that's done into it is incredible. And I'm really impressed by it so far. And for someone who owns a business, they probably don't have time to find that information exactly. out on their own. Exactly. So somebody who's behind the scenes and can do all that legwork. Yeah. And I mean, that's a that's a very supportive arm to the business community. Yeah. So one of my roles that, and I'm what I want to do is to have it not be so secret or unknown that this is something that's going on and then to be able to deliver that information to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the, the, mem- the benefit of being the member is, you know, you're able to join all those calls and be on all those conversations as well. Um, but to really make that information available to our members um, who maybe can't get on that weekly call, you know. So some of that, I think, some of that social, we're bringing some more awareness on our social media platforms. Uh, we started our Instagram. We're going to be doing a lot more. Um, in that, but then also, I mean, I get calls, it's crazy. I get calls for things I don't even know. And I'm still learning the answer. I got calls about barcodes. Mm-hmm. How do I get barcodes for cheese? You know, the homemade <laughs> stuff. So a, yeah, I wouldn't know that answer. No idea. Yeah. yeah. So there's amazing, I mean, so many different phone calls like that happen. Um, the other parts of and benefits of a chamber are the support. So I have a company that has been in Cecil County actually 30 years, but they're kind of becoming new. They've had um, some new, I don't want to say ownership. Ownership hasn't changed, different leadership. Um, and they're at a place where they're really exploding. And they're like, we need help. We need help. Who do we go to? You know, so really contacting um, Bridget Peters, who's, you know, our economic development with our companies and our businesses. <clears throat> so it's really connecting them with the right people. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm learning who the right people yeah. are. Well, yeah. But I mean, with, with Janelle, you had that experience, you were a resource connector, but some, in yeah. some fashion. So, I mean, I'm sure that's kind of second nature to you. Yeah. And, and I mean, there's a lot of connections I've made over the time where, so I, I reached out to somebody who I've met and I'm like, Hey, how do I do cheese barcodes? Like help me here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so it is, it is crazy to see like people all throughout the 11 years of living here in so many different capacities. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so the chamber is here to help support the business and that looks different with the Kilby fire, um, you know, trying to help them in any way that we can and get to state level. So we're looking at what other grants are available for them to rebuild. Hmm. Um, that should be stuff we're taking on because they're in the middle of 
figuring everything else out. Yeah. Um, so to be there in a time of need, to be there in time of excitement and building, um, and then just the networking. I've already had so many different, hey, do you know a realtor? Do you know, mm. you know, so-and-so? Uh, there's a lot of connections where people really do look to the chamber mm-hmm. uh, for that. And then we're putting on some really great events, um, education pieces, things like that, that are going to be, again, as as businesses, you might start a business, but you might not know how to do HR. Yeah. So let's do an HR 101. You know, you might not <clears throat> know how to do management or QuickBooks or something, you know, just all the different things. So we want to be able to provide education for our businesses. Yeah, and that's something that like, from the mortgage side, like I've been involved with the Chambers of Commerce throughout different communities, but I always thought of it as just purely networking. Like I go to a chamber event, I get to- um, breakfast. Happy hour with (laughs) the business owners and I get to get my name out there and face out there. But I think that's awesome that there's, you know, and really the true idea behind it is like, look, we're gonna help you. We're Mm -hmm. gonna connect you with the people you need to know. We're gonna educate you, we're going to, uh, provide the networking because yeah. you're going to learn from other people as well. But I think that's so important. And that's, you know, that also, this ties so much in with like what we talked about with this podcast and just getting it started was, you know, we both have a similar story where we left corporate jobs to go mm. into hundred percent commission. It's not the same as being self-employed. Like admittedly, I don't have to deal with a lot of the stuff that's a yeah, business yeah, yeah. owner does like HR and, um, you know, the accounting aspect of it and, uh, you know, some of the regulatory stuff that has to go into it. But um, still just taking that jump, it's it's far into people in Cecil County, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But it's but you've you've experienced, I mean, just in the last three years, so much change. Yeah. It, I mean, it uh, all of those things that happened in 2020 and, um, you know, your moving situations and getting started with Janelle and everything that probably prepared you pretty well for what you're doing right now. Yeah, I mean, taking on something new, seeing what I was able to do with Janelle was a confidence booster of going like, no, I know how to, I know how to build systems. I know I can come in and build it. I know I can do it. Um, integrity is extremely important to me. So I also knew that my reputation and the reputation of the chamber is so important. And that is on my shoulders. Yeah. I am, I'm the face whether it's good or bad. Um, and I don't take that lightly. So I think there's a bit of, yeah, there's a lot of transferables for sure. Yeah. And I don't want to shift gears too much, but, uh, (laughs) you already mentioned one of them fitness. Yeah. And for anybody who doesn't know, Megan, uh, competed in the CrossFit open this morning. Yes. I, I might not have even said that right. I don't know what the CrossFit open is, but, um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that, what you did this morning before you came here? <laughs> yes. So um, the CrossFit Open. So and I'm, I'm sure someone can comment on where I'm getting it wrong. So <laughs> I've only been doing CrossFit for two years, um, not even two years yet. Um, and that's another layer of our story of just something where my husband and I were through the changes is, is really hard. And we knew... Um, physical health is so important to your mental health. And we both were finally settling in our house and settling into jobs and stuff. And we finally like the weight, I think of moving and the big change was we could finally process it Yeah, and we needed healthy ways to process it. And so one of those choices was let's work out. 
let's go to the gym. And someone had recommended CrossFit before. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is totally outside my, my husband's <laughs> football. He's, he's great. So this was like definitely new. And when we're older, right, we're starting this in our late thirties, um, early forties. Well, no, he, he, yeah, he was still in his thirties. Um, <clears throat> So anyway, so what I know of the open is this. Um, Seems intimidating to me. I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't know if I can do CrossFit. (laughs) So it was, but but it's not, you know, it it really isn't. Um, A lot of people stick with CrossFit because of the culture. And I will say that hands down. it's it there's no mirrors there's no i don't know there's just a different, i didn't know that was the thing no yeah mirrors. yeah <laughs> which i really appreciate like i didn't really think it mattered at first um but then just the the camaraderie the people want to see you do your best that it's not about is she doing better than me or not like i'm sure we can all bring in that kind of competition to it but you you really are so excited for somebody when they get like somebody got their first pull up today in the open like amazing yeah. you know like the and everyone's more excited about that than whatever they did mm-hmm. yeah um so anyway so the open is like as far as i know like nationally done so i could submit and get nationally ranked not that <laughs> i would be like <laughs> way 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 at the bottom but um the way our gym does it was we do like these things called Friday night lights. So our competition and the atmosphere and the fun and the family is all tonight, which I can't be at. So I, I had to get it done this morning to just get my scores. Um, so you do not know the workout, no one. And so all the CrossFit gyms are doing the same workout the, the next three Fridays. Okay. Um, and so no one nationally will know what the workout is until late Thursday. So you have very little time to like, kind of, you kind of have an idea, like they're meant to fail. Like, like you're, yeah. you're meant to fail, right? Mm-hmm. Or you're meant to be pushed beyond whatever you can do. So you definitely have those that when they're going to be nationally ranked that are like doing crazy amounts, like that's where they're at athletically. That's their push for somebody like me it's it's a little intimidating because i i'm i know i'm going to come up to something that i'm going to fail mm-hmm. like that's that's just a fact and it's that's like the okay. goal almost right? yeah. it is the goal it's mm-hmm. the goal to push as hard as i possibly can even though i know i can't get that goal um and you wrestle with yourself there's scaled versions so i did some scaled stuff today meaning i'm not cleaning 95 pounds, I clean 65, you know, like mm-hmm. just different things like that. Um, so yeah, I, I did that early this morning because that was the only time I'd be able to do it today. That's and, awesome. And so there's rep counts and, and, yeah. and that goes in conjunction with different weights and things like, yeah. and that's how you get to your score. That's how you get your score. Okay. And I will be, I am proud of this. I got zero, no reps, which means every rep I did, I did to the specifications that it needed to be done. Okay. So that's, that's amazing. Hey, I'll take that. Yeah. Every single rep you did by, by CrossFit standards was a quality rep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so awesome. I'll, I'll take very that. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's my, that's very takeaway. cool. And so you have judges and stuff like that. Yeah. You have, that's um, we partnered and you had a partner and you, you judge. And that was my first time judging, which I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be, I hate judging. <laughs> uh, but it was more fun than I thought. I was like, oh my gosh, this was, 
I, maybe I did judge last year. I think I did do one last year, but it was more fun than, than yeah, I thought. That's great. Okay. Cause well, you get to cheer somebody on too, as they're doing their reps, mm-hmm. um, in the middle of their pain and suffering. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for showing up here after you. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Put your body through that. <laughs> yeah. And your mind through that. I did a super light day this morning. I didn't do hardly anything. So I'm feeling like I need to make up some reps just <laughs> yeah. to keep up. Yeah. No, not at all. Um, I think that's pretty cool though too that to have like failure as the goal and but you know you have to go as hard as you can to get there yeah that's um i forget what i was just listening to they were talking about that like are you willing to push as hard as you can knowing that there might not even be a finish line yeah Yeah. i think that's why like uh, there's something about it like working out in the morning and just putting yourself through something you know you put yourself through something tough it's like it just opens up a whole other side of your your metal, you know, strength or, or grid or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems to be a microcosm of what we all experience at some point in another level of life. And yeah. like you said, yes, yeah. that seems what seems to be why it's so transferable. You're going to yeah. put yourself through something really difficult. It's going to suck. Yeah. And then you'll probably feel better. And hopefully you can take something from that into areas in your life where you might be facing, you know, some really uncomfortable change. Yeah. Yep. Um, I want to go into something. This is kind of selfish for me because we homeschool our kids. <laughs> and I know you just kind of got, um, so you have three boys. Yep. And they all just entered public school yep. after homeschooling for how, so how long did you homeschool your kids? How old are they? Um, my oldest is a freshman. Okay. So we put them in public school the very tail end of last year. Okay. Um, primarily, at first we actually did just put our oldest in because he wanted to do football as well. Got it, yep. And Jason um, coached your son in football. Super strong. Which yeah. is awesome. Great Yeah, kid. he, it actually, and that that's another thing. Our son did CrossFit with us, our oldest. Um, and that was a huge confidence booster for him coming into public school. Mm-hmm. I would say that was probably an instrumental piece for him because he felt so unknown and everything else. But when he went to the weight room, he knew it. So that's yeah. where like his confidence had come from was like, oh, I know I can do this. I know this. Um, it was one place where he felt like he was at home a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so he's a freshman. So um, up until eighth grade of, you know, yeah. March or February, whatever month we Got put it. him in. And that's like the biggest thing. The, the question we get with everybody when I tell them that we homeschool our kids, they're like, but like, how are they doing? Are they like, you know. <laughs> Socially. How, how are they socially? I'm like, yeah. please, like, please come meet my my kids. Like, they're <clears throat> yeah. they're they're good. They'll talk to you. They'll look you in the eye. Like, they can socialize. <laughs> like, all that stuff. But I remember that being a, like that the first thing that crossed my mind too before we decided mm-hmm. to do that was, but like, how how's it going to be if they're not in school and they're not having to interact? So, did you get a lot of that when you were homeschooling? Like the oh, questions. I still, you still I do. Still do. Like, oh well, how you know like. Did you stop because of that? I was like, no. Like we did more socially. Yeah. And I don't think people understand. I think the difference is, and I would say this is the biggest difference, and my kids do struggle with this, mm-hmm. is they're not used to just being peers. They're used to when you're at co-op, mm-hmm. your class is gonna contain boys, girls, and different ages and yeah. different skill levels and it's like you're just used to functioning as a big family all the time. Yeah. So when we do field days, the kids are all out there playing football. So if you're a girl who's five and wanted to play football, you're with the high school boys and they're, they'll pick you up and they'll run you. you yeah. know, like they're just kind of used to those things. 
So I think the biggest challenge has been how do I just relate just to my peers? Mm. Because they're so used to all different age groups. And my friends who homeschool, they all still homeschool. Mm -hmm. I'm the only one who doesn't. I think I'm the only working mom too in that group. Yeah. Um, They're phenomenal. They, we get together, but there's 30 kids. (laughs) (laughs) They're all different ages. And they all play all that. I mean, like, there's so many times I'm like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even see you yet today. Like, you were just off running, yeah. and, you know, football Sunday, you know, that that kind of stuff. So That's that awesome. that is a hard transition to go from I can be talking to a college age kid to playing with a five year old mm-hmm. to this all day long to you are just with your age group. Yeah, and, and as someone who doesn't have kids and thinks of homeschooling. I just think you sit in your house all day long and <laughs> let you, they're, they're reading books. And if they're doing an activity, they're off on their own. And it's something maybe they're in the basement playing or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't think of it as, wow, they might be exposed to, you know, groups of 30 kids where there's five-year-olds and 15. I never thought of that. Yeah. 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 My it's, boys are really great with kids. Yeah. Like most people get shocked that I have a 15-year-old big boy, six foot, like he's a big guy. Um, that can get down and just sit and play Legos with a little kid. Yeah. But that's what we did for so long. That's, that's what I think one of the benefits socially. Yeah. That, that I see. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. We, um, we're involved with like some of the co-op groups in Cecil County and I'd like the, uh, the real life experience that they get. Um, just personally, like my daughter had a bake sale, you know, they, they put the co-op on and like she got to bake something and then she got to make labels for it and a sign for her table and she did like a bake sale yeah and i'm like man she like i mean literally she could take that experience and create a business it's funny because i posted it on facebook and everyone's like where can i order some uh some cake pops right so i'm like claire if you want to sell these like we can you can make your own little business out of this and i can teach you how to how to you know market it and we can price them and figure out how to how much profit you're making and how much all that but um I don't think the kids in school, maybe they do, but I don't think they necessarily get that same experience. So I really value that real world kind of experiences they get to have outside of school. And if she needed barcodes, she could have. (laughs) Barcodes for cheese. I'll let you know. (laughs) For cake pops. Cake pop barcodes. Um, Yeah, I think there's, there's, there's definitely benefit for both. We never thought we would homeschool. We were both public school raised. Like that was never a thing until it just was, it worked with our schedule, with our old jobs and stuff. So I love to this day, my middle son, he is a cook. He he will cook. My kids do everything. My kids do their own laundry. My kids do their own beds. They, I don't know what I do for my kids. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, that might sound, I'm also not a like cleaver wife of like, hey, I'm gonna have dinner. No, I don't cook dinner. I hate dinner. I don't cook dinner. <laughs> So it's fend for yourself and my kids are great. I'm like, I will provide the food for you. We we spend time. I think that's the other thing, too. I think we learned we spend family time different mm-hmm. uh, when you homeschool and you're with your kids all the time. Yeah. Um, sitting down to dinner is a different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think still to this day, we work out with our kids. We do other things at our family time. So dinner is not so my middle son actually cooks dinner that's uh, awesome several nights a week <laughs> for the whole family <laughs> for the family yeah love that <laughs> burgers last night that's <laughs> awesome yeah but, claire likes to cook too so some you know she'll cook every yeah. once in a while yeah there's time for different skills yeah. you know and then but then there's really other great things that 
you know, they're doing in, in public school. I've been really pleased with the school that we're in. Um, and yeah, I mean, trans transition and change is hard no mm -hmm. matter how old you are and how big that change might be. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing the experience there. Um, is there anything else you wanted to cover, Jason? Anything specific? I don't think so. I mean, happy to keep rolling, but I don't have yeah, anything we, specific. Yeah, we can definitely keep rolling. Uh -huh. um, anything else in the chamber that pops to mind that you're like, you want to get out there? I, I think of the chamber and your job there is kind of like you're starting your own business, right? You're supporting yeah. businesses, but you're kind of also a business in, it, in itself yeah. that like um, you have to market your business. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a sales aspect. Yep. Um, so I guess one, like how do people get involved with the chamber? Like if somebody is out there starting a business, I just met actually a guy from my neighborhood that I grew up in that's a little bit younger than us that um, he just started a business as a uh, boat mechanic. Yeah. So I got that's to meet awesome. him. I'm like, this is awesome. Like yeah. it's another, you know, younger guy our age that's like, he, you know, stepping out of the corporate world at least to some degree to start yeah. his own business. But how do people find like find the chamber and then? Yeah, so you can go, I mean, online, Google Cecil County Chamber of Commerce. Easy enough. Um, <laughs> yep, easy enough. There's a join button, join, um, fill out the application. Um, and, and the fees are all different. It depends on, do you want a partnership with us? And that comes with different benefits. That comes with different, obviously a higher yearly cost. Um, but then it's down to, yeah, somebody with one to three employees, you know, because that usually that's going to be a different price point. Yeah. Um, so depending on what membership you want, and obviously it can always be changing anytime you can start there. Um, and then it is, I mean, really there, it's it's kind of one of those things too, where it is what you put into it. Yep. So those marketing or and networking moments are really important for them as businesses to get involved with uh, because you don't know what you don't know, you know? So until you really start to go and have those conversations, there's a lot more um, moments where people's businesses overlap or just, hey, I've been there. I know how to do that. Let me help you so you don't have to go through 10 loops, you know? Mm -hmm. And people are are really actually a lot more willing to help and share than you would think. Yeah. Um, I know some, you know, yeah, there's, there's a lot of moments where you, hold your cards close to your chest, you know, kind of things. But I have found that more than not, people are very willing to help here in Cecil County. Yeah, I think that's huge. And that yeah. also goes back to, you know, ties into CrossFit and the community there yeah. and the culture of how, like you were saying, you want to see everyone win around you. And I think people in business are the same way. They don't, they would love to help mentor someone and bring them along and teach them something. Um, we see it in real estate and mortgages too. Like I don't look at um, anybody else as, you know, I want to see everyone succeed and win and there's like yeah. an abundance out there. So I think that's awesome that people can join a community of other people that are like, hey, we want to help you. Well, yeah. And I think, <clears throat> you know, you guys are the chamber is providing that, like you said, whatever, whether it's an event or whatnot, you, you're you bringing everybody together. And the point yeah. the point that you make of you're going to get out of it, what you put into yeah. it is so important Yeah, because I think places like chambers can get bad raps because people just go there and they just show up and they don't do anything with that opportunity. Yeah. yeah. You know, but there are so many people that are willing to share what's worked for them, yeah. who they know, what they know. And if you're in that position as a business owner and you're, you're in the mindset where you're willing to take advantage yeah. of that, that's really where you get yeah. the value. Yeah. And we want to create space and opportunities for that to happen. And I want to do that 
with the least amount of barriers possible for businesses. So I, I do need to create multiple opportunities for that to happen. So maybe it'll happen at a new member orientation, right? Maybe it yep. will happen at an education moment when you come together and you're like, oh, we're all in the same room for HR 101. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can work on this together. You know, maybe you can have a new friendship, a new bar- uh, partnership, you know, something else can develop with it. Um, you know, there's several of us that are new to Cecil County executive director positions. So we're starting our own like roundtable moment of like, hey, let's come together. Let's try to figure out this together as we go through. Let's So you don't have to go through something that maybe I've already gone through. Yeah. So. Love that. <clears throat> yeah. Love that. Um, so I just, do you have anything else you want to cover? I want to just thank everyone. <laughs> and I want to thank you. And I also too want to, want to offer like this platform that we have um, thank everyone who has listened. We've got, I don't want to even say the number yet. I'll wait till we hit the number and then I'll say it. But people that have watched our, our podcast on YouTube, it's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. Um, we definitely appreciate every bit of it. Um, something me and Jason have talked about and it ties in exactly is to kind of give this platform um, or use this platform, I should say, to give people in the county, in the chamber, whatever, uh, a little bit of a voice out there yeah. and, and, you know, look, our, our reach is going to extend and, and hopefully it'll help someone grow their business, mm-hmm. um, help raise some awareness around people in the chamber. So we're looking forward to maybe a, yeah. a partnership of sorts yes. with, uh, with yourself and with the chamber. Yeah. Um, and even doing stuff like using, you know, maybe podcast equipment if somebody mm-hmm. wants to start a podcast. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there's any other in Cecil County. I shouldn't say that. There probably is, but yeah, I'm, right. I don't know if there. I mean, I know that a buddy of ours has a. Okay, that's right. You did tell a, me that. A podcast for his CrossFit gym, which is awesome. Yeah, um, but yeah, we're all. I, I can attest to the fact that Megan is. Um, community community is extremely important to yeah. you, so I know for a fact that you are going to dive into this and make mm-hmm. it, um, you know, absolutely amazing and. Casey, I know that community is really important to us as well. So I think this is a, a, a great partnership that, um, and, and for anybody that wants to you know, have their business on the podcast, we'd love to have you. We'd Absolutely. love to hear, yeah. what, hear what you're struggling with, what's working yeah. for you, what you're doing and, you know, um, make those connections and just get your voice out there. Yeah. This is like chapter one of the story. So like, we're going to continue writing this thing and figuring out how we can, we can plug it into the community, plug it into the business owners out there. And just use it to um, be cool to be able to tell a story like that. Like, hey, yeah. you know, we did a podcast with this person and then they heard about this other guy and then we connected them and then they did yeah. a, a partnership together and um, we put them in touch with the chamber and Megan hooked them up with... Uh, <laughs> barcodes. Yeah, with the, the barcodes for their cheese. <laughs> no, but thank you so much for being on. This was uh, a lot of fun. We got to cover a wide range of topics that are all, um, they hit home with us and what we're looking to do here. So thank you so much. Guys, until next time, this is The Real Deal. Thank you so much. Thanks, Megan. Thank you.